up, yep, 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 yep. So we got some more questions. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. I never ask questions, but am always answered, what am I? I never oh. ask questions, but am always answered, what am I? The phone? I don't know. Well, that that's a good one. That's that's good. That's very good. That really is. Okay. Uh, uh, a doorbell. Oh. A doorbell. Okay. So, yeah. No, that was good, though. A phone. That's true, too. What it rings, you know. You, yeah, it you answer it. But yeah. So, that was good. You, Sometimes you, there, it might be a see, question. There's two, but... there's two answers to everything. Yeah, no, you know, it could be multiple, so you just put a new answer with it. That was good. I'm proud of you. Ding, 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 Ooh, ding. Then I can just have my own, like, there you go. riddle. My own, version, your own of it. version of it. You got it. You got it. Okay, yeah, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Hey, have you seen the new look of Nutrisource? They're rolling out new bags, but it's still the same great formula. So now in the stores, you'll be seeing that the the, uh, the new bags, and they're really very, very nice, if I do say so. What they want to do, they simplified the bag so you can see it clearer and read it. It's just, it's just a really nice bag. And so anyway, so don't add this. Formulas haven't changed. The great formulas, so don't worry about that. You know, you can find out about the new re- or all the recipes and, and the digestive enzymes and all the about their good for life. You can go to uh, NutriSourcePetFoods.com and then check out all the great recipes for the foods and the treats for dogs and cats and then like i say you're gonna be noticing new bags it's like i see on, on the shelves they're rolling them out now so they like i say but it's the still same great and you remember the nutrisource is a family owned and a per minnesota uh, company so make sure you shop local they only uh, sell to mom and pop shops they don't sell to the big box stores so anyway so the uh, nutrisource is a family like no other as jason would say and they're also shop local because the food is phenomenal I've been feeding it for 15 years, and so it's it's awesome. So anyway, okay, now okay, well, now I'm gonna uh, tell you this. Now, okay, let's say the dog comes around the corner and he's got a sock in his mouth. Okay, the dog comes around the corner, he's got a sock in his mouth, or he comes around the corner and he's got your glasses, or he's got the remote. <laughs> okay, your knee jerk reaction is to race to him, towards him, and say, "Give me that." Give me that. Okay, what's going to happen? Two things. Either the dog is going to suck down, you know, eat what you're going at, whether it's the sock or the glasses, or they're going to take off, run, and catch me if you can. In the meantime, let's say you're trying to get him quartered and then you try to get it out, you know, you may get bit. So what you want to start doing, folks, is anytime a dog has something in his mouth that you don't want them to have it, don't go up against the dog and say, like, give it to me. What you do is dogs are prey-driven. They like if something moves, they're on it. So now this is what you're going to do, is that it's going to start out, it's going to be a trick, basically, is what it is. Let's say you're in the kitchen, okay, and you keep your, your, your treats in a drawer or in a pantry. It's always in the exact same place. The dog is right there. Now what you're going to do is you're going to go treat. Okay, then you're going to go to the drawer, pull it open, take out a treat, and every dog knows the sound of that treat bag. Okay, now just use very small, very small treats. Okay, Nutrisource got these great treats. They look like I call rabbit turds, you know, but they're grain-free, and they're just really small, and so you're not going to get your dog fat. And then also they break in, you know, smaller yet, so that's why I just love them because it's not the size of the treat. The dog is just going by smellability. Okay, so the dog is there looking at you with these treats. Now what you're going to do, you're standing looking at the dog. You're going to say treat again, and you're going to drop one treat to your right. 
You're going to say treat again and drop uh, uh, out in front of you, drop another treat. Now you're going to say treat for the third time, and the third treat goes to your left. Okay, and then you're just going to go, goodbye, good job, very nice, look at you, yay you. Okay, shut the door, close the uh, the cupboard, whatever. Okay, mull around a little bit, and all of a sudden, the dog is right there. Go treat. Okay, then go to the drawer. Okay, take out your treat. Treat one to your right. Treat two out in front of you. Treat three to your left. Okay, yay you, yay you, good job, good Good job. Okay, now what you're after is that you're going to do that, that pretty soon when you can, the dog is in the other room and you yell, treat! Okay, that dog's going to come racing and probably beat you to where the treat is or the, you know, whether it's the drawer or the cupboard. Okay, now you have to get out your treat. Treat one to your right. Treat two to the front of you. Treat three to the left of you, all right? Then have maybe now we're maybe a week into it, week and a half of doing this, reconditioning them. Then what we're going to do is uh, give the dog a toy. Have somebody give the dog a toy in another room, and then you're going to be in the kitchen, and you're going to go, treat, all right? And you're going to race to the where the treats are. Now, the dog might bring the toy with or might drop it along the way, okay? But you get to the drawer or the cupboard. Treat, one. As you say it, drop it to your right. Treat. You say treat again. Drop it out in front of you. Treat, three, and then drop it to the left of you. Now, don't direct. You want to put it out a little bit, you know? So now, let's say the dog comes around the corner with the sock, now, what you've conditioned the dog to do is when he hears the word treat, that he's going to race to where the treats are, okay? So what's going to happen is there, he's got the sock or the remote or whatever. Now, what? Now you're going to quick race. Don't go towards the dog. Go say treat as you're running to the, to the kitchen where the treat drawer is or the cupboard is. Now, what you're going to do is you get out your treat. Now, if he's still got the sock in his mouth, you're going to say treat, and you're going to drop it to your right. Now, he has to drop the sock or the remote, or the glasses to get that treat. Then what you're going to do is don't quick go for it. Step on it, okay? Now the dog has been conditioned. There's three points to this word treat. So he's going to look around for you to, you know, put the other one out in front of you. You say treat again, drop that. Now when he goes out for that other treat, you quick bend over, pick up what he's got, and then, you know, dropped. Mm -hmm. And then you say treat one more time to get him away to your left. So now you're conditioning him to go for these three spots. So in the meantime, he drops what's in his mouth, and then you gives you time to go pick it up. Okay. Right? And so that's why what you're going to do is you're going to do this. Like I said, all it is is a trick, but it also works for, let's say the dog is taken off. He's running down the block. He's been conditioned to the word treat, and most dogs are conditioned to it. Now we're just going to hone it and make it really work for us. You're going to yell out, if you're going, Rover, come, come, and they're not coming, yell out that word treat. The dog's like, he said treat. <laughs> all and of a sudden, run back. And all of a sudden, he's going to look at you. Now start going towards home because <laughs> okay. dogs love to chase things and you become the object of the chase. Okay. And then if you were really smart, you would have grabbed some treats on the way out when the dog <laughs> was taken off. Okay. But otherwise, race to the house. Treat. Let's go. Treat. Let's go. Get to the house. Open the door. Race in there. So that's why this, this treat one, treat two, treat three can really be a lifesaver for whatever they have in their mouth. Or like if they had that sock, if they swallow it, they can get, you know, um, a blockage. And then it's like a three, four thousand oh dollar surgery to save the dog's life. Ugh. So that's what you're going to do. It's a trick technically, but it's going to serve you well. And everybody in the house needs to know how to do this. So in case, let's say, you know, the munchkin's home alone with the dog. The dog comes around the corner with the glasses or something like that. Never, ever go towards the dog to get whatever is in their mouth. Never. And the reason is because they're either going to take off with it or they're going to, oh, it's yes. going to slam it down the throat. Because it's immediate, like they deem it high value. It's like, mine, <laughs> you can't have it. 
All right. So you don't make an issue. You say, you can have it. I'm going for the treat. Coming with me? <laughs> okay. And so like, by you getting really good at that, it's going to, like I say, save you a lot of money in the long run. It really is. And so that's why, like I said, it's really advantageous to do treat one to the right, treat two out in front, treat three out to the side. And you got to, at the beginning, you put it like a little bit out in front of you. So they don't lose the treat, you know, but then they, they start looking for a treat one, treat two, treat three. Then you start putting it out a little bit farther. Okay. So that will give you enough time that when treat one, you drop that one, they drop what's in their mouth and you step on it. Now they know to go looking for that treat two. And so that gives you enough time to bend over, pick it up and then do treat three. So hopefully that will be, you'll incorporate that into you because it is very, very worth the time and effort put into this. Especially if you, if you have a dog, especially with all the young ones that love to have stuff in their mouth. And then people are like getting mad trying to give me that. Yeah. And so no, make it a, make it a, a, a trick that you're going to win. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Whoa. Do we, I thought we had calls. <laughs> we don't. I do have um, a caller left me with a oh, question okay. if that works for you since we have a couple minutes. You bet. Okay. So her question was about a three-year-old cat and your thoughts on getting it declawed and if getting it declawed would change its mood or balance or have any like major like side effects. You bet. Don't okay. do it. Okay. Never, ever declaw a cat. End of story. And the reason is you're, you're look at your hands right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. We know where your fingernail is and where that first knuckle is. Okay, the first, would that be considered knuckle? What would the joint, the first joint? Okay, yes. From your, down from your feet. That, they amputate down to that. Okay, they're amputating the, the cat's, you know, feet is what they're doing. Oh. So a lot of times what will happen is that the cats will get, if you talk to anybody that is an amputee, you know, whether they got a, missing a finger, an arm, a leg, whatever, they get what's called phantom, phantom, phantom. Phantom pain, you okay. know, where like it feels like oh. the limb is there, but it's really not. Right. Yes. And a lot of cats have that, and it, it causes wackadoodleness in their head. Okay, it doesn't happen to everyone, but it happens to a lot of them. Because I've had two cats that were declawed because they came to me, I rescued them, they were already declawed. They have usually have sometimes a lot of you know mental issues being oh. declawed. The best thing in the world mm. is to like with my cats, uh, my girlfriend Debbie. Uh, I'll call her over where I'll hold the cat and she takes uh, a clippers, you know, and, and clips the nails. And that's okay. Oh, yes. Okay. To, to cut the, and if the cat gets used to it, if you just do one nail, that's fine. And it doesn't have the quick like the, the uh, dog's cat the claws are. You know, you have to watch for that cl- that quick. And yes. so in the cats, you don't. You can see where it's totally white. You can cut that. So you can cut it, you know, fairly short, you know, type thing. But you don't want to do too short because then that could ha- cause pain too. But anyway, so no, I would never, ever, ever declaw a cat because like I say, it's it's not humane, number one. In fact, in Europe, they totally banned it in Europe. You cannot have a cat declawed in Europe. Oh, interesting. Okay, but no, you in the United States, there's still some vets. So many now I will not do it, but if it's not a uh, federal law or whatever, they that you can find some vets if they're willing. It's not against the law. Sure. But yeah, if you just keep the cat, then they have what's little uh, for a bat, lot, cups that they play place over the the nail the claws so that they can't <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it it's it's like a like a sleeve okay a sleeve that goes over each nail okay so then what happens is that they can't claw and they can't do that so you can do that too so hmm. okay 
Well, thank you for um, answering there that. There you go. Okay, give a holler. We got, hey, open lines. Doesn't happen very often. 651-641-1071. Okay, what invention lets you look right through a wall? What invention lets you look right through the wall? We'll be right back. All right, appreciate it. You're tuning in to KDK9 every Sunday, 4 to 6, here on MyTalk1071.com. You can hear, hear all my past shows on the podcast. Go to my show page at MyTalk1071.com, along with all the great shows here on My Talk. All right, here we go. What invention lets you look right through a wall? A hammer. Lets you look right through a wall. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, a window. Um, okay. Well, yeah. It makes you look right through the wall, right? Yeah, that's true, I guess. Okay, I hammer. That's true. <laughs> Just a minute. Let me poke that hole, and then you can see through the that's wall. That's what I was thinking. There you go. Nope. A window. The invention <laughs> that looks may help you look right through a wall. All right, here we go. Who is up? Yes, we have Anne, and she adopted a cat, and her main questions are about nutrition and rotating food. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Anne. How you doing? Good, how about you? Good, good. Thank you for adopting. Oh, yeah. How how old is your new cat? She is about two years and nine months. Okay, is she the only cat you got? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. The the biggest thing that you're totally indoor cat? Yeah, she's totally indoor. Okay. So the biggest thing that you want to do is get uh, earlier, if you were to listen to the show, it's grain-free canned food. Uh, some raw chicken or raw hamburger. Uh, they are do have some freeze dried uh, cat food. Also, freeze dried is the, it's it's a raw with the moisture taken out, and I just crumble it up, put a little bit of warm water in it, and then put whatever, and then feed it that way. Okay. Okay. And so, but anyway, so the because uh, when you feed the dry cat food, that's mm-hmm. when uh, you get hair. You know, that's when the, the uh, cat tendency to throw up here and there. Okay, mm-hmm. and then also their coat is kitty wampus. It's kind of like it seems that like they're always shedding. So if you go the grain free canned route, just like Nutrisource has got, you know, the big thing is is that in the cat industry, everything has chicken, and there's so many cats now that are starting to have allergies to chicken, and mm-hmm. that can cause scratching and itching and over of that. So that's why what I did like to do, like with the Nutrisource, has got the seven flavors with no. A chicken to it so that if your cat does have an aversion then you'll find out real quick because by being on that all of a sudden the itching is going to go away all right then okay. also too their coats could be really really good and then the litter box you're not going to have tons of doo-doos in the litter box and uh, they're not going to uh, always uh, it's always a dangerous sign when you see a cat drinking a lot of water because they're not meant to drink a lot of water so that's what that tells me that cat needs to get off of dry food and into a good grain-free little bit of raw like hamburger or raw chicken or even if you want to cook it because some people can't deal with raw then cook it and give it to the cat but cats take change hard now how long have you had this cat a week and a half a week and a half okay and so like i say now have you just been feeding dry food i know i i picked up a can of food and so i was trying to you know kind of mix that give her some dry and some can so i'm kind of in the process of trying to switch over I excellent know Right. Some cats will switch over right away. Some cats are like they're carb addicted. They don't want to give up that the dry food. So then when I just tell you, take like a teaspoon of the wet, 
Okay, and put a little mm. bit of warm water with it and kind of mix it with the dry. And so it's kind of like a gravy over the dry. And then eventually oh. it becomes less and less dry, more and more canned, and then it becomes thicker canned. And then pretty soon you're all the way over to the, gra- the grain-free canned foods, okay? Okay, and then do you know how often should she eat? And, it should, uh, once in the morning, once at night, and uh, the standard cat, usually about a half a can. You know the five-ounce, like, tuna fish size can? The, mm-hmm. the norm, if you have a standard size cat, half in the morning, half at night. Okay, if you've oh. got a smaller cat, then it would be like three-quarters of that can per day. All right. It just takes you just have to kind of figure out what your cat needs, you know, because every cat, the younger ones burn more calories because they're more active and Mm -hmm. the older ones are a little bit more uh, sedate. And so they don't need as many calories. So you just kind of go by how you're same with dogs and cats, how they feel. You know, if you can feel the casing of the ribs, that's good. All right. Not gaps, but the casing. Okay. Okay. And so then that's easier on their joints because cats do a lot of jumping. And so the heavy, more weight they carry, then the, the, the worst chance of landing wrong or hurting like a shoulder or the back or whatever type thing. So that's why mm. we want to try to keep them as lean so that then they're more agile and then you won't have weird things happen. All right. Okay. And one, do you have time for one? Other sure. Question? Okay. One thing that she doesn't seem to understand is that yeah. human skin is sensitive ah. and it doesn't scratch. But you know how cats do that kind of digging, like when they're trying to find a place to rest? Yep, yep, like, yeah, yep. Yeah, and it does that, like... But kneading, you talking face. about? Kneading? Yeah, kneading, yep. yeah. okay, okay. And so- she'll accidentally do that sometimes, like, you know, it's, you know, not really scratching, but kind of that really kneading. Yep. On, like, she'll miss, like, the blanket or whatever she's sleeping on, and mm-hmm. then it'll hit my foot or something. Right. And she doesn't seem to notice. So it's like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. No, they don't. And the best thing, if you could see if, uh, if they don't do it on purpose, but if you could no. see that she's starting to need, maybe put something like a towel, uh, a pillow or something that she can get into and miss you. Okay. That's okay. the best thing to do because you don't want to yell at them because that is a, uh, an endearing thing, you know, because when they need on you or lick you, that tells you how much they love you. And some cats use their claws a lot and some, mm-hmm. and some cats don't use much. And, but then also too, you can cut your, your cat's nails so they're not as sharp. So if they do accidentally hit you, it's not going to be a big deal. Now, I just oh. use a, a human's human nail cutter is what I do. A human nail cutter. Is oh. what, and so, like, if you're sitting there and, you you know, just kind of spread the paw and just kind of mm-hmm. quit, you know, put a little pressure. And then when the, the claw comes out, you know, get to know the look of a claw. Just kind of play with them so you get to know them really well. And then what you do is you put a little pressure and the, one of the claws will pop out. And then take mm-hmm. that hook off of it. Okay, the big hook. Okay, and mm-hmm. then, oh, good job. You know, you don't have to do every paw at the same time. You know, you could just do a paw a day. No problem. And like I said, especially the front ones because that's what they need with. Okay. But yeah, so that's a big thing because yeah, it's she's not doing it on purpose. Like take that, ma, take that, ma. It's like right. But if you know she's getting into that mode of needing, we look Mm. for a towel, look for a stuffed animal, look for a pillow, get it there so she hits that and doesn't hit you. All right. Mm. Because you don't want to yell at her for it. You don't want to just, oh, no. you know, just, ah, 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 be nice, be nice. And then recall her up to you. Oh, come up here. Come up here. You know, get her to re, you know, to move. And so that hopefully you can get her aligned so that if she does start needing, it's not on you. It's on the couch or the bed or whatever type thing. Okay? Oh, okay. 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 You'll get a kick out of this. I was listening earlier. I listen to your show every week. Oh, thank you. 
Um, this cat does not meow very much at oh, all. Nice. Is this the day for quiet animals? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, dog that doesn't bark and the cat. Yeah, well, my Adeline, uh, the she was a May in uh, in May. She was a year. She has the and her mom's exact same way. Got this real uh, real slight. Meow. Just a real light, very. Now I have two other cats that I'd like to uh, put a cork in it, man. They, man, you know where they're at all the time. Ow, ow. And I was like, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. But yeah, Adeline has got a real meek, meek and mild, you know, sound, and it's really kind of cool. So okay, well that's good. Well, thank you for listening, and good luck, and you have a grand day. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, you betcha. Bye bye. Yep, you know, uh, yeah. If a dog doesn't bark, that's always nice. Yeah, I, that's how I got my one dog, Brandy. They were trying to find a home, and I said, "Well, bring it here. I'll try to find a home." I just fell in love with the dog. It was a, a chocolate lab Weimaraner mix, and the dog was three years old. She was three years old, and uh, and I, she just got along with my daughter Cassandra. Cassandra, I think, was like a little over two when Brandy showed up, and Brandy would just kind of was so patient, would follow her and kind of lay down by her and such like that. So it's like, oh, fine. Well, anyway, so they said, well, she never barked when cars came up. Brandy wasn't with us for, I bet you, not even three weeks. Car came up the driveway. Roof, roof. You know, I mean, she didn't go hysterical. But right. she announced that there was a car coming. So I'm just like, well, I don't know what that brought. But I think she liked us. That's why. Aww. She's trying to help us. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. What is as light as a feather, but even the world's strongest man couldn't hold it for more than a, mi- than thir- than a minute? We'll be back. Uh, thanks for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it all. It's been 18 years. I say that and I still don't believe it. Unbelievable. <clears throat> okay, what is as light as a feather, but even the world's strongest man couldn't hold it for more than a minute? I don't know. Your breath. Oh. <laughs> your breath. Okay. <clears throat> Not many people can hold it for more than a minute. Well, I, I think the longest that somebody can is like two minutes or three minutes, but I don't. Oh, well, anyway, so that's what it is. Okay. okay. We got there that. There we go. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> Hot diggity, dog diggity. All right. Let's who's on the phone. Yes. We have Jocelyn, and she has a puppy, but the puppy keeps chewing on things. Well, welcome <laughs> to puppyhood. <laughs> and that's what puppies do. <laughs> so what kind of pupper do you have, kiddo? We have, um, he's 16 weeks, and he's a miniature schnauzer. Okay, and then we got dynamite in a small package on top of it. <laughs> yes, he is. He is so wonderful. And I just want to say thank you so much. I listened to you for a long time, and I listened to you before we got him. And I've used every single thing that you said, and it's just been absolutely wonderful. He's crate trained. He's potty trained. Wow. And he's very respectful. He, it's just been an absolute joy because we've followed along with what you oh, have recommended and you. said. Thank you. And thank he you. eats Nutrisource. Yay. Great shiny hair. Great oh, nice. skin. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So the, what things is he getting into? Well, he likes chewing on my coffee table leg, which is metal. Okay, well, um, okay. And like carpet corners. Okay. Those are like his two big things. He. I have like tons of toys, so I don't know if it's. Do I not have the right toys? Am I? Is it not enough? Well, see, with I, puppies, I'm not sure. With puppies, it's all about what how things smell and how they taste. The not the taste, but the texture sensation in the mouth. Okay. Um, and so what? It being that it's, it's metal, that's got to give them a 
a different sensation with that feeling in his mouth. Now, what I would do is, number one, you just said something. You got tons of toys. Pick all the toys up, put them in a box or a basket, put it in the closet, and only have two toys out at one time. Because okay. it's just like two-legged kids. They got every toy known to man in every room of the house, and they come up to you and tell you they're bored. So then they go get into <laughs> other things, all right? <laughs> and so the thing is, is if you rotate the toys, it, it it presents new things to the dogs. Like, hey, look at this. Well, I don't remember that. So that intrigues them a little bit more, all right? Okay. Okay, let him drag like a nylon leash around. So if he goes to, like, chew on the table or that corner of the rug or whatever, just pick up the line and give it a quick Pop backwards towards his tail and go, okay. ah, leave it. And as soon as he goes, he looks, okay. all righty then. Then redirect him. Where's your ball? Where's dad? Get him onto something else, okay? Oh, okay. Just don't okay. stand there and see if he's going to go back and do it again. Move him along is what you want. Okay. And then also until you get over this hump. Now, how long is he, is this like a, a couple, last couple of day new things or how long has he been doing this? It's been, a, it's been, well, we've only had them for, we're just going into four weeks. Oh, okay, okay, sounds good. Because, uh, yeah, because sometimes if, it, if it's something that he's been doing maybe for a couple days or a week, you know, you want to break that habit of going to doing that. And that's mm-hmm. why by letting him drag the nylon leash around with just a regular collar, okay, that, okay. that you can just come up behind him and give him the growl, ah! Leave it as you pop it. Okay. And as soon as he turns his head, oh, very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Okay. Where's your ball? Where's dad? But then, like I say, pick up all the toys and only have two toys out at one time. And every dog has a favorite toy that they, you know, kind of their go-to toy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, practice and see what is his go-to toy. You know, when you just have two out, and then maybe okay. if there's one, it seems like he's, he plays with more, then that one stays out a little bit longer. You know, maybe doesn't go into rotation as much, but the other one rotates a little bit more. So uh, the Kong toy, K-O-N-G, the red okay. Kongs, they are, you could get them, you know, put a little bit of uh, yogurt in them so they learn to lit, uh, roll their tongue to lay and oh. lick that out. That's a good puppy thing. And then now uh, you said a miniature schnauzer, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you'd want the uh, you'd want the the red ones. The red ones have a is a, a a lighter rubber. The black ones are a tougher rubber. So okay. and, and if he's kind of dainty in his chewing, then you want the red. But if he's like, okay, bring it on, then get the black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But that's okay. the whole thing is that you just got to stay on top of it because they, just like two-legged kids, you know, they're investing, they're doing really good. And all of a sudden they, they find something, they start investigating it. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, you walked past there 15 million times and now you're obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. like all of a sudden it's like, oh, what's this? Shiny. <laughs> and that's okay, so, so that's what, redirect. Yeah, so just redirect, but get that, ah, leave it, you know, in there. So anytime he's going towards something you don't want him to, that, ah, 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 leave it. And so that you can mm-hmm. redirect him onto something else. Because the biggest thing is timing and training. When I okay. can take a dog and I can have that dog look like he's been walking on a leash where he came in dragging the owner, I can put the right training collar and in five minutes have that dog walking so perfect that owners are like, that's not my dog. But see, what it is okay. is that I'm reading his body language that I'm not allowing, because most people wait for the dog to you know, get that couple extra steps out before they do the correction. I can see, according to his body, that he's going for it and I get into his head, ah, 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 heel, and he's like, oh, fine. You know, I catch okay. him before he actually, like, if he's trotting, all of a sudden you can see the head turn. He's like, hey, what's that over there? And so now you see what he's looking at. Ah, 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 leave it. Here, come here, here. What's this? What's this over here? What's this over here? You know, you just learn to give, get into their head before they actually mess it up. 
is what it okay. is. Okay. 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 Excellent. Well, good. Thank well, congratulations. So Thanks for listening. And if you got any uh, other questions, which I'm sure, well, if you've been listening, it's probably life's mystery solved, and you're going to have a great dog. <laughs> I miss it all the time. There you <laughs> go. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, though, that is that's pretty cool. All right. Okay, who's up next? Oh, speaking of. <laughs> exactly. Perfect timing. We have Lisa, and she has a question about potty training. All right. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? Hi, good. Good, good. Can you hear me okay? You betcha. It's a little bit noisy. (laughs) Okay, I apologize. I'm driving. Ah. Um, Okay, so I have a four-month-old small tease. Okay. Who um, is doing great on the potty training, you know, right away outside, going potty, praises. I give give him a little treat. However, 20 minutes, half hour, he's having an accident in the house. All right. So why, or I mean, first of all, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, first of all, what we don't want to do is use that treat because the dogs learn to go out, splash, and then hurry back for that treat, and they haven't finished Uh yet. All right, then they come in the house, and guess what? Boom, there it is. All right. So what you okay. and also now the way the weather's been this week, I bet you there's a yeah. lot of households that potty training has gone backwards because it's got yeah. it's cold, there's snow, and so it's a whole different yeah. feeling going potty. So I had said last Sunday this week, pay attention. Don't give your dogs freedom in the house this week. Keep them on a leash or in a kennel or in their playpens because this week is gonna be a setback in potty training because they're gonna wanna go out, splash and come back in, but they're not done yet all right and so that's why when it gets cold windy you know um snowy right now uh when you take them out to go potty the maximum time is two minutes you know go potty go potty or get busy get busy so you what you take them out for two minutes and then bring it back in and then another no, see, let's, let's, out, yeah. no, see what you got, you got to figure out how your dog processes. Now you got a little peanut here. Okay. So they're, the bladder isn't that big and the muscle strength isn't because if you take them out too often, they, their muscle and their bladder doesn't get worked to, to hold okay. it for any length of time. So if you take them out too often, they, sometimes they have a weak bladder. All right. So what you're going to do is you're going now. let's say first thing in the morning, you take them out to go potty, go to the potty spot, stand still. You're on a 15 foot line or whatever. And then just say, go potty, go potty or get busy, get busy. When the dog yep. goes, you very calmly go. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Just stay calm. Okay. Let's say it's a minute now when it's windy and cold and snowy like this, uh, uh, the, a lot of dogs will go out, but they're not going to stay out there for two minutes. <laughs> they're like, get me back in now. <laughs> okay, so then yeah. they, let's say she splashed. Okay, bring her back in. Wait a minute or two. Take her back. Keep her on the leash with you. Go back out. Try it again. Okay, this is the first thing in the morning. Let's say she pees a little bit more. Good. Thank you. Very nice. Good potty. Good potty. Okay, now you bring her in. Put her in the kennel. Now feed her. And then 10 minutes after, 15 minutes after she's done eating, open the kennel, take the dish out, take her back out to go potty. And usually what will happen is because something went in the front door, something will come out the back door. Okay. And you can really see if the dog, when they pee, if it's a splash, you can watch their body language. When they're relieving themselves, they are like, you can see them sitting and relax. You know what I mean? Okay. But if it's just kind of a quick doom and then they're on, you know, they splash. And so don't give her any freedom. (laughs) Okay. And so. Okay. Here's here's my question, though. Okay. okay. So she's she's been in the kennel, you know, like all night. Yep. I take them out. Yep. 
And then you're suggesting putting them back in the kennel with food? That's in the morning. You know, we're talking about the first morning, doo-doo and piddle. I'm talking the first morning. Right. Okay, yeah. Right. So then you bring them back in, and now you feed them. And then uh, 10, 15 minutes later, after he gets done eating, open the kennel and take the food out. Take yeah. him back out to go potty. And then until you can get him over the hump, what you want to do is, uh, like, keep him on a leash with you. when you uh, Or keep him in the, on a leash in the same room as you. Don't give him opportunity to go around a corner and go do something. Until you can sure. see, until the dog learns to hold it, and he gets used to the weather, and don't feel guilty that he's in his kennel, because at least now you have control of the situation. Okay, I know because yeah. you you otherwise create a little playpen for the dog. But the whole thing is, is that you're gonna have many, many years once you get through this potty training, that you know you you don't have to do this. But right now, like I say, with the weather changing, and a lot of the pups or all the pups have not seen or felt winter, <laughs> so that causes right. that causes setbacks. So just hang in there and just have a good sense of humor, and you'll get it squared away, okay? Do you want the magic age when... There is no age. Nope. There's no age. Just like with two-legged kids. You know, my girl, my daughter was uh, potty trained at a year and a half, and my grandson was potty trained at three and a half. You know, I'm just going, really? I was really spoiled with Cassandra. (laughs) But anyway. But see, that's the thing, though. So there is no magic. It's how you do it, how they perceive it, and if you just take the patience and the time, and all will be well. Okay. But take away, take away the treat. Yes. All they're doing, you're giving them a verbal, oh, very nice. Good potty. Very nice. Just stay very calm. Don't say good girl. Remember, they get some all nutsy in the headsy. That's like saying recess. So anytime the dog does something war for, well for you, you just very calm and go, thank you. The dog sits. Thank you. So you acknowledge your good behavior without sending their brain into recess mode. Okay? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Have a great it's one. Fun. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You Bye. All right, let's see where we're at here. What gets bigger every time you take from it? What gets bigger every time you take from it? We'll be back. All right, we're winding down. I can't thank you all for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Okay, what gets bigger every time you take from it? I was kind of thinking on the concept of space, but I don't know. I'm not quite sure. A hole. A hole. A hole. It gets bigger every time you take from it. <sighs> That's a good one. There we go. Look at that. Hey. All right. Oh, dang. Good riddles. We, oh, there you go. We got all. Too bad nobody's talking around water coolers anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Now, we uh, uh, because now Halloween is coming this Saturday. And so who knows what this brings, but if you do have some trick-or-treaters that come up, please keep your dog in a leash because that dog can get scared and maybe fly by those kids and run down the, you know, the block. And then you've got to control the dog. Even if it's just one or two kids, you know, you're not having trick-or-treaters. You know, and then also some dogs are like, holy crap, Martians have landed. You know, they, they, who they, is they, that? Yeah, what right. is they, that? They, they don't <laughs> get the concept, even though they're getting better with seeing everybody with masks on, you know, type thing that, you know, they True. can't see your face. So anyway, so that so pay attention, and then if you have candy around, make sure the dog doesn't get at it. Keep it up high, uh, keep it in a cupboard. Don't put it. And if you've got a cat and a dog, the cat's gonna feed the candy. You know, bat it down to the dog. <laughs> you know, that's what cats do. Go along the car, car yes. counters, send things down to the dog. My cat Adeline did that the other night. Teamwork, it's like really. And that's exactly <laughs> it. And so anyway, so in honor of Halloween, tongue twisters. Okay, ready for this. In, in 10 seconds, how many times can you see goats and ghosts? Goats and ghosts. 
goats, and ghosts. You, know, you want to see how many times you can say that in 10 seconds, okay? Got it. Now, another one here, I think this one is pretty cool. Okay, this is just try to say it. <laughs> okay, cows graze in droves on grass that grows on grooves in groves. Oh, too hard. Okay. Oh, I would need the script in front of me. Cows graze in droves on grass that grows on grooves in groves. Is what it is. So that you want to try to say that. Like I'm three like times exhausted listening. Yeah. About, that's okay. a long one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I know. It's, 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 so, and then try to say good blood, bad blood, good blood, bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to attempt on the air. You know Th- me. That would be, oh, yeah. So that, anyway, so those would be something that you could do for Halloween. Those are okay? fun. Yes. The Goats and ghosts. And ghosts. Okay. And then good blood, bad blood. And then cows great in droves. Graze, I can't even. Cows graze in dro- droves on grass that grows on grooves in groves. I think it's see. I'm, I love tongue twisters. You sure do. You have some, those are good ones. I, know, like, I, I need this, the script. What for I sure. used to, yes, when I, it's called the giant little book of tongue twisters. <laughs> I, uh, when I had the paper, the Hugonian, I, uh, I was in charge of, uh, selling ads, making ads, stuff like this. And then I always had my little corner where I'd either put tongue twisters or a cool, oh, cool. joke or something like some of these riddles. Yeah. Just for something to, for people to, to go to. Okay? Yeah, so. definitely. Okay. Let's see if we can get Dale in before the end here. Yes. Here's Dale. Uh, her questions about puppy pads. All right. Hi, Dale. How you doing? Good. Good, Hi. good. What's, what can I do for you? Okay. So um, I also have potty training problems. It seems like we go through one stage after another. You bet. But, um, before I ask you about the potty pads, I uh, even a worse problem for me is when I take her outside, she is so interested and preoccupied with, with sniffing and eating you know, putting everything in her mouth on the ground uh-huh. that she can find. Yeah. And uh, I can't get her interested or even thinking about going potty because she's so preoccupied and busy doing that. Okay, what kind of puppy? She's a Yorkie Shih Tzu, nine, uh, nine months old. Okay. Um, put her on like a 10-foot line. Bring okay. it to the potty area. Stand yep. still. And if there's a different sniff to sniffing to where am I going to put it to sniffing what came through the night or came by. So what you're going to do is just give the leash a little, t- not a correction, give the yep. leash a little, hey, 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 come on, get potty, go potty. Yep. Uh, hey, hey, yep. hey, go potty. You just, you just have to keep her on task because they're so yep. low rider. You know, the smells are all up into their face. And so right. that's why, and then no longer than two minutes, you bring them okay. back in and then yeah. you take them back back out okay? okay and the thing is is otherwise you'll be standing out there 15 20 minutes hey 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 well, we spent most of this i spent almost my whole summer i think out in the yard with this no dog. Uh, because in minnesota minnesota dogs have to learn to get it out there get it done asap and get their <laughs> butt right back in the house there is yeah, no dawdling so that that's the way potty is you present it that way in the summer two minutes out back in again and so yeah. then your goal is that you can just point go potty they race out there get her done and they they come back in you never ever go potty and then go to a walk or go play go potty oh. means you go potty and we come yeah. back to the house then what are we going to do are we going to go for a walk or go play or whatever type thing but so, I see. so because they just oh. you just might let my little three pound ethel Okay, she yeah. she uh, doesn't the way her hips. She really doesn't have any hip sockets. She's a genetic mess. So 
So she can go down. There's two steps, the front steps. She can go down, but she can't yeah. come up. So she goes down, too, and then she go, has one area where she goes to piddle. And then, I don't know why, but she's got to go all the way to the end of the sidewalk to do her doo-doos, all right? Oh, and, yeah. And so it's just like, well, maybe what, that was her walk for the day with those tiny little legs. So anyway, but that's just the way it is. So potty means get it done and get it back. And that that's the way my dogs are. They get it done. And D- Gilligan, my 10-pounder, he will, yeah. he's a Yorkie Karen Terrier. And he's, oh, what's this? I, I, hey, hey, come on, let's go. Hurry up, go potty. Go potty, hurry up, hurry up. You'll know, put the urgency in there. Don't yell at them. But hey, 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 come on. We're out here, just go potty. Let's go, go, go. Potty, yeah. potty, very I nice. Do, yeah. Okay. do a lot of that, too. But, yeah, but now, me- and then real quick on that, on the potty pads. Okay, are they a mistake? She does go very well on those. The one that she, uh, there's one right at the front door. I okay. mean, pretty much taped right to the casings of the front door. Okay. And she goes on it perfectly. Okay. So, does that mean do some people with little dogs just prefer to use those? Yes, or? yeah. And, but you're kind of teaching the dog that, okay, you could potty in the house if you hit this, all right? Yeah, but the, I know. But the thing is, though, is that you got to pick your battles. Is that sometimes what happens is that, you know, if, he, if the dog is not having any mistakes anyplace else in the house, right. she does go potty outside when you take her, even though she dinks around. Okay, yeah. uh, but if she's hitting those pads, you know, what? The, you yeah. know, you got to pick your battles. And so the thing yeah. is, is that it is what it is. So use it, you know. Um, uh, so I prefer, you know, because I don't use p- piddle pads in my house. Yeah. But you know, like I say, if it is, if she if they're not any ac- any accidents anyplace else, then exactly. then then you're you're fine, okay. But do yeah. teach her to go potty outside so that yeah. she's just not a piddle patter. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds kind of along the lines I was thinking. See, what well, other people what to do too if the dog says use to the piddle pads is yeah. that they dink around outside because it's not their piddle pad okay so then what some people do is they bring the piddle pad out with them okay and so then now they're outside and then they're they're going they don't bring they'll they'll cut it down they'll cut it like in half okay yeah yeah and so that's what some people will do bring the piddle pads out so then the dog technically is kind of on the grass and kind of not but it it helps them understand potty goes outside too okay yeah and to get it done maybe a little quicker. quicker yep Yep. Oh, so good. every dog's okay. personality is different. So just work with it, okay? Yeah, great. Okay, well, you have a great afternoon. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you, Hope. Another week in the books. Thank you all for all your great questions. And if you have any questions, don't give me a, go to mytalk1071.com, go to my KDK9 Facebook page, or go to my KDK9 website or the, all the podcasts that are on the mytalk1071.com uh, page. And then plus this week is the big week for Project Down and Dirty. It sure is. Um, what is that, Friday? Does it start? The 30th. Thursday? The 30th. Okay, that's Friday. Whatever yeah. day that yeah, is. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> Halloween is Saturday, yes, the 31st. that's true. So don't forget, go to uh, mytalk1071.com. Go to Project to learn more about that. Uh, it's a great fundraiser. We've done it for, what, eight years, ten years? I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, y'all, y'all have a great day. And we'll give me a holler up at Case Canines or email me, email me. Have a great week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. 
Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.